like I feel like every time I have like this this uh, wonderful intro music, which we were just troubleshooting for people behind. We're always troubleshooting. That's <laughs> you understand? True. We're just like if you could be a fly on the wall, it's from the second they come in here. It's we're like, okay, get this, get this, oh, bah, 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 hit, and then we're live. But um, yeah, I feel like when we have a song like that, we were just looking for TMR, because TMR always uh, uh, brings us into the, the show. I feel like it's anticlimactic. Um, I feel like people hear that and they're like, oh, these guys are cool. These guys are hip. They have, they have TMR. And then all of a sudden it goes to me. And it's like, like where's the rest of the music? Where's hey, guys. Guy at? Hey. Um, Sorry, I'm not that hip. If you're a first-time listener, trust me, we are really good. Welcome, everyone, to the 21 Gun Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Sullivan. With us, as always, on the tech is Jeremy Walton uh, over there. We're in the same room. See, that's why we did the little change of the the angles here, so we can you can see. Wait, look, I'm going to be able to... Look at it. Here I am. Reach out and touch faith. Nice. Yeah. Uh, on the defense National Defense Service Medal couch tonight, we have former U.S. Army soldier and current general manager of Famous Big Eds in Raleigh, North Carolina, Nick Culpepper. Yay! <laughs> I got to get um, sound effects because then we could really do that. Now, is that cheesy? Is it good or cheesy? Kind of, but if we do it, our, I think if we do it ourselves, one of those like we clap for him, like get the little golf clap, it'd be yeah. great. Yeah. Make our own, man. That's how you make it fun. Well, because you get the soundboard, you're like, yay, and then everyone doesn't, you're like, all right, it's the same shit over again, let's do it on our own. <laughs> like, like Ron Ripley and his sound effects? Oh, oh shots fired. Shots. So, just for the record, uh, Nick does have facial hair, and it's normally a bearded couch, but I think we're going to extend it to mustaches. Yeah, this is all I get. Like, even if, if you don't shave for six years, you just have that. It's just like patchy and terrible looking, <laughs> weak, weak ass sideburns, and like, well, oh, yeah, it's not. I think here, Jeremy, new rule. If you have a mustache, you can sit in that seat. Write that down. Um, yes. <laughs> Let me get... Uh, what, I, what, I, what I say all the time is that... I bring this up all the time. Is that mustaches... I want to... I really would love to wear a mustache. I could grow a really meaty, a good really good mustache. Yeah. I mean, the problem is there's a couple things that go wrong. The first thing is I have no chin. So this is a false chin. It kind of so gives me more manly features. If I shut it, yeah, if I shave it, I look like a Homer Go Simpson. Go watch that podcast. I look, I look like a Simpsons character. Um, the second thing is I'm over 40. So at one point, not like at one point, your mustache is ironic and cool. And then the other point, you're just an old guy with a mustache. Like no one looks at it and goes, oh, look, here's a cool dude with a mustache. It's like, oh, look, there's an old guy. I would expect him to have a mustache. Well, it's like a 50-50 for me because I feel like some people love it. Most people hate it. Well, if they hate it, they're idiots. Yeah. And unless How it's a wife or, or parent well, or something. <laughs> talk, talk into the mic. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We can never so get can these you. new people to, to. Look at Anyways, so you guys can pull off that mustache. I cannot. It's just for you fun guys. But you know what I'm glad though? I'm glad. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. I wish I was still young about is a mustache. I swear to God, out of everything else, because I was just thinking about Jeremy uh, today. You know, I do. I say when I'm taking a shower, who doesn't think warm about water, Jeremy? and I'm just soaping myself. Jeremy up. doesn't think about Jeremy. <laughs> uh, I was thinking, I don't know how to operate as a young person anymore. Like I wouldn't know the first thing about what you guys do. Well, yeah, I'm young. I'm not that young. Uh, what are you? Thirty four. Okay. Well, you guys are roughly Pushing the same it. age. Pushing roughly yeah, the yeah. same age. Yeah. But it's still, what gets me is like, because I hear people on the hikes and I hear people talking and it, it's, I'm old enough where social media and everything is, is, is apart from me, right? It's not right. a part of me. It's apart from me. And if I go without my phone or whatever, I don't give a shit. I'm just like, all right, whatever. I'm on my phone. No one can reach me. But there's people where it's 
that's your whole life. And can you imagine dating? Can you? Oh, sorry, Jeremy. Can you imagine? Damn! Uh, can, I didn't even think of that. Fuck riding your bike. <laughs> can you imagine like having? I I just I would find that very difficult. I don't know how kids do it. I don't know how high school kids do it. I don't know how twenty five year olds do it. Um, uh, with all that, I don't even understand. I don't even understand swipe right or swipe left. Which one is it? Uh, uh, right is yes, left is no. See. It, it's been a while for me, so I couldn't tell you. It's, you know what we used to have to do in the old days? Talk to girls yeah. at a bar. You don't have to anymore. You want to know how I know? It's I easy. mean, besides the one moment I was on it, is I had a I was at a hike last year, and a friend is like, "Hey, watch this," and just swipe right on. Every, what does that mean? What, do, just, what is he doing? Just like I want to see this person. I want to see this person. I want to yeah. see this person. I, see, oh, I think he probably okay. swiped on like three hundred people because he actually pays for it. I'm not going to disclose his name because. Bro code. I didn't um, know you could pay for it. You sure can. You uh, pay and for it anything. gives you pretty much that's, unlimited that's, everything. That's so you can pay, can pay for it. For and he swiped the entire time. And out of close to 200 something swipes, I don't he, he approved like, a, like 100 you, yes. you might as well be telling me how a quantum computer works. You might, because right now I'm just like, yeah. And I have no idea. Uh, okay, you're going to tell you what a quantum computer is. <laughs> no, see, he missed the, the point there. It's okay. Oh, of course, really? if you if you want to sit in the chair, if you want to be part of this engaging conversation about swiping right, you can just email me, Kevin at 21gun.net. Kevin at 21gun.net. You got to spell it out. We'll have you we'll have you join us down here. Um, but that's about it. Oh, and, and of course, it's the National Defense uh, Service. Do you think people pick up on that joke or do they think we're douchebags that are bragging about our NDSM? I think it goes both ways. Mm. I think it goes both I ways. Agree. I agree. Most people get the joke and then laugh about it and then some people are like, look at this asshole. <laughs> I'm like, look, it's a joke. Okay, the ones that say... Uh, <laughs> I got to move it over. Move your head a little bit so people who are just joining us can see. Yeah. No, move your head this way. Oh, I see you got... I fought and stuff. No, like the one behind you. Did you see the sign behind you? Yeah, I saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Burns never given. So it's, it's one of those things. I think civilians see it and they're like, wow, he's a hero. That one, it's either that or it's the guys that joined... In the time where there wasn't war and they didn't get one, so they're like, fuck you guys. Is there, yeah, for what? There's like four of them. Yeah. It's Mark, Joe, uh, Katie, and Sam. There's four <laughs> people right now. In the, yeah, I know them all. They, they don't have an NDSM. So uh, it, it, gets you, it gets you free food on uh, Veterans Day. Anyways, tonight, guys, I'm glad you're joining us. Uh, we have a really cool show. Uh, we have EJ Snyder. He's a retired. Uh, I, Sergeant Major, <laughs> I didn't write his rank down. I didn't write it down, so, but I had to think about what it was. Uh, I mean, E9, come on, of the U.S. Army. He has a long and decorated career. We'll discuss with that him, but also he survived a total of, and, and he's probably got a lot more than this, but um, the ones that I know about, he survived a total of 82 days, if I counted it right, awesome. naked and in the jungle. I was going to go naked for the show. I'm not kidding. I don't know if I have the, the confidence to do it. The testicular I fortitude? Ah. I don't know. I've been on the juice for my doctor, so I could. I don't know. I don't know He's if I should like, pull I that one off. I couldn't tell if I put it in that arm or <laughs> that arm. Um, but anyways, he's, yeah, so uh, naked. So it wasn't in a row. He had like two 21-day episodes and then a 40-day episode. So I can't wait to speak with him about that because that shit, as a, as a, I need to get a, a, a sign behind me, as a graduate of Sear School, Ooh. graduate right. of Sear School, uh, I would like to to talk to him about that because, man, Sear scare School, Sear School was the best training. I, they taught me how to fly and it w- didn't wasn't close to Sear School training. Yeah. Sear School training was phenomenal. Really good stuff. Now, is so. that all pilots have to do that, or is that just you in general? Yeah, yeah. Anyone who, who oh, can no, be captured. That's what I was yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like special ops, pilots. So they should send all Marines through. Oh, ah. God, special <laughs> operations. <laughs> uh, I can't wait yeah. to speak with them. Anyways, coming up, hikes. We have a bunch, guys. A bunch. There's one left in, in, um, 
in June, and that's two days, three days. I don't know how you do that math, but it's Puerto Rico. Uh, if you're not in Puerto Rico, then I don't know if you're going to get down there for the hike because you got to fly there. You can't drive. Um, well, for the Marines for that, listening, you got to have that COVID, that pre-COVID test. Oh yeah. So, well, hopefully people there, and I, and I can't believe they're still doing that. I can't believe they're still doing that. Five thousand people caught COVID yesterday. Like forty thousand caught diarrhea yesterday. Are we diarrhea testing? No, I hope probably four hundred thousand. Uh, but I digress. July third, Lincoln, Nebraska. July fourth, Hopedale, Illinois. July tenth, Seattle, Washington. July tenth. Do you know what? I'm going to stop saying the date for every single one, and then I'll just watch. July 10th, Seattle, Washington, and Chattanooga, Tennessee. July 17th, Chicago, Illinois, and Minneapolis, St. Pa- Minneapolis, I used to say that. Minneapolis, St. Paul. I believe they call that the Twin Minneapolis? Cities. Minneapolis? You said Minneapolis. Minneapolis, Minne- yeah. Minneapolis. I know, Minne- I know. I'm saying that's what I, I used to say as a kid. Um, July 21st, Guam. I'm, I'm hearing more about this. There's starting to be some chatter. Uh, I, don't, I don't know much beyond that. I just know there's some chatter. <laughs> Uh, they're going to have a hike, they're but I think planning. it's like a small little, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, uh, it's, stay tuned. It's a little more intimate. July 21st, Guam. I said that July 24th, Reno, Nevada, July 31st, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Wisconsin. If you're a coordinator, please reach out. We'll have you on the show. We'll talk about specific yeah. hike topics and all that stuff. We're doing a travel show. If you're in the area, head down to the rock. I think it's called the rock gun store. Uh, at this point it's planned Saturday, July 31st. So if you're not up in Milwaukee, uh, come down here. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's like some sort of weekend event. They do this all the time. So it should be fun. We're going to go live down there with those guys. They've been to hikes and everything. So I'm yep. really looking forward to nice. that. Okay. What else is new? Uh, that's that's pretty much I told you about service dog. We're going to have a service dog in the room here soon. Um, it's not me anymore. No, it's yeah, it's not Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy's not my service dog. It's just a mutt. Yeah, it's uh, no, it's pretty cool. Wrong so, service. So for all service. those, there's a lot of people out there with service dogs. And uh, for people who well, have retired, but for people who have allergies, there's not many options. And a lot of the organizations, they're mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, we'll work with you. We'll work you, with you." And then three years later, and you know, if you've ever applied for one, which you did, I assume you have one. It's like you got a stack of paper this big. You got medical notes. You got to get this. You got to get that. And so, it's not like you can just. I mean, I suppose you could, but it would take you six weeks to apply to twenty different programs and, and hopefully find one. And then when when one gets you in the in their ranks or in their list. Then they're actively, it's just, it's a mess. So weirdest thing in the world. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to call a breeder. And I called a breeder and they're like, oh, we just, we just had a, a litter of hypoallergenic poodles, standard poodles, 85 pounds. I didn't know they were that big. Oh, yeah, big. yeah. Yeah. They're hunting dogs, I guess. So yeah, I've got an Aussie doodle at home. A miniature okay. Aussie doodle. Yeah. Yeah. I hear yeah. those are really good. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah. And I'm the same way. Hypoallergenic. Yeah. 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 Cause we have Steve, a uh, six pound cat that barks. Uh, <laughs> he does not make me sneeze. But anyways, long story short, it was really cool. Cause they're like, we have a bunch. Yes. We'll get them to you. And then I'm like, well, I got to train this thing myself. So then I find another guy. I think he's a former Marine. Uh, I'm just gonna give him a shout out. Jeff from blue line canine. I call him up. I'm like, Hey, I got to train this dog. I don't know anything about it. Can you help me out? And he's like, absolutely free of charge. So this dude's going to help me train a dog. I think that's really cool. And I think it's going to help for like flying and going on hikes and all that. That stuff so we'll see uh it, it'll be a process but what i'm going to do is document it just like we're going to document jeremy in his brain uh injury recovery brain injury re- tbi recovery protocol but we'll get into that when it what's left starts it. going yeah what brain usage oh right 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 <laughs> i didn't know what you were saying um yeah that's it uh what else do we have yes i think let's just go over to nick let's let's do some interview questions with nick and then we'll get ej on say 14 already but we started a little bit late um but yeah so nick welcome to the show what are your thoughts so when you watch a show 
because I watch a lot of podcasts yep. and then you go like when we went down to the drinking bros, you see their setup mm-hmm. and then you get there and you're like, oh, it's a total shithole. It's um just stuff thrown around. What's your first like in your mind? You probably pictured a real studio and then you come here and there's just well, folding chairs. Freaking Air Force crap. Everywhere. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Other than that, if you look directly directly behind you, you have an Air Force uh, yeah. seal and you also have the C-130 Navigator. Uh, I got to move I did those. Jump out of those. So I'll give you oh, there you go. Nice. I forgot you were a uh, you weren't a leg. I was not a leg. I'm using leg. army terminology. Uh, Jeremy's a soldier as well. I didn't know if you knew that. Nah. <laughs> Some kind of soldier. When were you in the army? What made you join up? Um, tired of school. Tired of really terrible relationships at the time. So, so, so you had started like college. Yeah, I was. So I was going to Wake Tech at okay. the time. Yeah. Um, had no idea what I was going to do. Yeah, that's um, at the time. Typical. I was thinking about music education. Talk, talk close. You gotta like. Sorry. You gotta. What was that? That girl just, from the just movie? Eat the mic. Eat it. You have to Jenna Jameson. Right, here, we go, here we go. Here we go. There you go. Nice. Now you got it. Perfect. Got it, got okay. Got yeah. It, got it. All right. Cool. Perfect distance between the mustache and the, and the mic. That's right. Actually, if the mustache tickles it, tickles it, you're close enough. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes right. if you come under and you go like this. <laughs> Well, you talk. <laughs> oh, no one saw. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna yeah they did. Yeah, they did. They sure did. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so yes. yeah, um, graduated high school '05. Um, went to Wake Tech for one or two years. Didn't do so hot. Just undergraduate basic stuff. Undergraduate yeah. was going to transfer to where I did not know at the time. Was thinking music education, and then I said I'm over this. So decided to join the military. I was going to go out of high school. But the recruiters really ruined it for me, and I was just over it, told them to leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. So, changed my mind again, come back 2008, and that's when I went in. Um, went to Fort Knox, Kentucky, Cav Scout. Oh, nice. So the Armor Division, which is actually now in Benning. Okay. Um, was that the, um, what do they call those, Bradleys? Or Bradleys out of there? Or? There are Bradleys there, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bradleys, and they've got strikers there, too. Okay. We, we train on the Bradleys, which are huge pieces of crap. Oh, really? Yeah. I always enjoyed looking at them from my aircraft. Because <laughs> I said there was for some reason there was a shit ton of them up in Mosul and we were doing a lot yep. of ops up there, mm-hmm. yeah. And I just was always like, hey, there's one of those cool yeah. Bradleys. Never saw one again. <laughs> went, went to Bragg and in a Humvee ever since. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I, was, I was stationed at Bragg the whole time uh, from 08 2012. Went to Iraq in 08 from 08 to 09, and the rest is pretty much history. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, I drove a Humvee once, and it was as a and I was a butter bar. <laughs> <laughs> I I they backed it. I backed. Well, here's the Beat thing. Me too. We came into we came into um, I don't know some airfield and we had to drop off uh, a Palmer Humvee. And we get there, and there's no one there to pick it up. Hey, can you put it in the plane before you drive off with it? Yeah. Well, actually, we backed it. I backed it out of the plane, which was very very trust me. Thrilling. Uh, no, you hit something. Now there goes a few million dollars. Uh, but that was the only time I was looking for the keys. I'm like, how do you start this thing? And then the the uh, oh tech sergeant that was age. that was in the aircraft, he reaches over. And he's like, I'm like, oh okay, I guess that's how it works. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. That's the only way I can bond with you right now is that I once was a Humvee operator. They don't teach you this stuff in basic. Nope. No officer school. They're like, here's how no, you write right. a you performance report. Yeah. Right. yeah, this is it's understandable. Yeah, it's not fun. So, uh, little known fact: you're a singer. Uh, when, when did you discover this about yourself? Mm-hmm. I've probably been singing since I was five. Okay, uh, so I did the whole choir thing, mm-hmm. uh, and that's pretty much what I did for the most part: choir, musical theater, opera, all that. Yeah, so Up like until, the, um, the legit like classical, yeah, classically yeah, cool. legit. Yeah, so okay. I can sing other things, but pretty much. In general, my voice is more classically trained than anything. Okay. Because yeah. we were sitting um, for the, what's it called? The Memorial, oh, Memorial Day, Day event. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there and mm. all of a sudden I hear like, 
the, the national anthem. Uh, are you like a, what do they call that? Uh, where it's a little high, but tenor, tenor, tenor yep. yeah. is tenor, tenor's high. Tenor yeah, tenor's high. high, baritone bass. Okay. Yeah. So tenor. So I'm like, I hear, and I'm like, who the, who's singing that? Nick is like, it's the voice of an angel. Over and it's him. It's the voice of an angel. And brought a tear down my cheek. So almost got on his flight jacket too. Uh, here's, it should be in here. It's somewhere. Here's a, a question I have for you. Uh, Cause the, the only thing I know about Big Ed's, I mean, we go up there a few times and, and yeah. for everyone that's, it's a, a restaurant up in Raleigh. How long has it been there? Like 400 so years? It's, yeah, pretty much. Okay. So it's been in the city market location since 1989. Okay. And then my, business owners that have it at the moment took it over in 2005. Right. Um, my father helped run that, the store downtown. Mm -hmm. Um, he was the general manager down there. Um, went through the army, got out of the army, didn't know what the heck I was going to do. We were in the process of opening up a store in North Raleigh. Okay. And I was like, Hey, you need an assistant manager? Cause I don't know what I want to do with my life. And, um, jumped in on that. And that's ever since. I want to open up, a coffee shop. That's all I can say. That's okay. all I can say. Uh, but I'm trying to get everyone's information on it. Uh, like people who know how to do that stuff. I, mean, I don't know I, anything about coffee because I don't drink it. So, but I mean, you guys serve it. <laughs> Just kidding. You don't drink yeah. coffee? No. All right, you can leave. Get out of that. No. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. He brought whiskey. He gets to stay. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Um, I had I had one last question. Oh yeah, yeah. How did you make it through? Uh, oh, all right. Let's back up. Yeah. Two two questions. Yeah. Uh, the, the first time I was at Big Ed's, it was we were coordinating a hike, and it was with these guys. Yeah, it was uh, like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two or three years ago. Is that when you met everyone? Is that when you discovered that, uh, so, IW? Long story short, so before they did a hike for Raleigh, mm -hmm. one of my friends was in the process of well, Tom McDonald. He's He's on the rally. Yeah, Tom. Yeah. So he was trying to get one. Either it happened that year or it was the year after. One way or another, I think it was too late in the year. We hadn't had one in Raleigh yet. Okay. So, um, and then the following year, I think he had. Yeah, so there was actually, a day. It was a pause. Actually, real quick, um, to correct on that. Yeah. 2016 was the first year Raleigh had a hike, and I went to that hike. Okay. That was when our friend uh, um, Gina had put that on. And then from 2016 to 2018, there was not a hike in 2018. We put one on and then from there on. So maybe that was it. So maybe it was the 2018. 2018. Okay. Yeah. And so regardless, I missed for whatever. I think I was in a, I was in a wedding that year for 2018. Okay. Mm -hmm. I went on the 2019 hike. But yeah, they came into my restaurant in 2018. I didn't know they were coming. Any of you guys were coming. Yeah. Oh yeah, that I was like, back Holy right crap, corner. I've been waiting for you guys to show up. Oh and, nice. Uh, that back yeah, right it was corner. awesome. Yep. Yeah. I ate pig brains that day. First time I'm ever. So sorry. Yeah, that I was know. the day. I refused yeah. to eat those. It was horrible. <laughs> we it sell was, them. And now, I won't now them. I don't want to disparage. <laughs> I think they were probably good if you like pig brains. Some people love them. Man. Yeah, but people I really do come in there and order them and the fish row, which is just you know. See, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. See, row is another thing. It's a little salty and whatever. I like that salty taste. I like rolling sushi. About Sometimes that's you about eat too much, it drips down on your chin. Yeah, no, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, last week I told you to reel it in. So fuck, reel it in. Fuck that. There's Already I'm doing this. <laughs> Already I'm doing this. No, we're reeling it in. We're reeling it in. Okay. On your chin. Anyways, we <laughs> should, uh, we should, and my last question was, how did you survive 2020? How does anybody in the restaurant business, like, was it touch and go there or? So we were. And I'm just going to put this out there. My owners are freaking amazing people. Okay. Um, we luckily, um, I was paid all the way up until we were, um, got managed to get PPP. Mm -hmm. uh, we shut down for, I guess it was in March, we shut down. We shut down. We reopened in May. We tried the whole to-go thing mm -hmm. for a couple weeks, and it did okay. Um, 
and then we just kind of rolled back into the dining room. Okay. Um, and it's, we're doing well. Um, definitely better than I can imagine some people are. Staffing is absolutely terrible right yeah, now. Yeah, that's um, the hardest But thing. we're not the only ones that are having the issue with it. It's everywhere. Everybody sees it. Yeah. Um, but really, that's it. I mean, we have have a strong business. Um, all three of our stores are doing really well. Yeah, everybody knows it. So, so every, obviously, if no one's ever been, come see me. Yeah, definitely check it out. Time. Check it out. It's right. It's in a, like the best part of uh, Raleigh too. I love that with it the is. cobblestones and yeah. all that. It's the more square. Awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you. They, uh, he, I came in for lunch one day. I think to drop some things off. He's like, dude, try the pork. Try the fried pork chops. Holy shit! Best pork chops I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah, here's and the thing. this is not like yeah. brown nosing. Like that was really good. Yeah, it is. But well, that's the thing. Most people know they're like, "Hey, it's Big Ed's. We're going there for breakfast." Hey, we do serve Southern cooking lunch times during the weekdays, right? And it is outstanding. Yeah, so. that's um, you're right because like when you look at the the menu, it's yep. Southern cooking. It's first thing that comes. But yep. when when I was there, I, first time I went was in the morning, and and my children were absolutely insanely uh, amazed at the size of the pancakes. The pancakes yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's bring on our next guest. But first, we'll do it like this. Dun, dun, dun. Take your last breath. <laughs> this is wait, great. Wait, 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 wait. What? I don't want him to die like that. Just give him a little bit of respect. This is our, this is our food. It's going to save Listen our life. Listen what he says. This is, I want to... Excuse me, Mr. Eel. Do you mind if I take this stick and shove it up your brain cranium so that I can eat you tonight? <laughs> your brain cranium. Huh? Thank you very much. Now, of course, all I can assume is that they're friends. Yeah, We're not deep. disparaging anyone there, but... All right. This this highlights the perfect example of of civilians and and veterans. How they there's just yeah, <laughs> there's a big eel. It is, and it's electric yeah. too. That's dinner. There's two there's two completely st- different sides of the coin, and they don't understand each other. I think it's one of the big issues. Um, but yeah, let's bring on EJ. Hey, what's going there on, guys? He is. What's going on, man? Man, Welcome. that was that was uh, that's brain cranium. That's that's did that right. just come to you? You just <laughs> I'm known for my uh, EJ-isms, these are, or skull crushers, where I just make up these words. They have some kind of meaning, then they wind up in a dictionary somewhere. I don't know where. Don't ask me. But I, I'm known for that, making up crazy words. And that particular scene, you know, you're looking at probably one of the best female survivals on the planet, no doubt. Laura's yeah, amazing. Nice. She's my sister. But I, she just before that told me, hey, you know, this thing could probably kill you. It can shock you with like 600 volts or some shit. And I'm like really well i gotta go someplace i gotta get amped up like i'm getting ready to kick a door in and kill a bunch of uh, isis guys so i get ramped up i got the warrior spirit going she doesn't know what she's looking at she thinks i'm angry oh that's, yeah uh, oh oh you're, you're so angry i'm like angry what the hell is she talking about i gotta go take a walk hey here you clean the eel i'm gonna go take a walk get some fire going sure and then i realized she just didn't understand what she was seeing which was the warrior spirit like we all know about and mm-hmm. you got to get amped up and you're going to do something crazy like that that you could lose your life yeah you know if i would have I, I was trying to tell her look in my business if, if i hesitate i'm dead i don't get to go home see my kids no more no more beer no more burgers for ej you know so yeah yeah and that we bring that up a lot here and we just mentioned it the, the disconnect right so you can completely get along with with any civilian it's just you suddenly let that that warrior yeah. out of you and then people look at you like what they're crazy what did i just witness uh, and you're like what this is just yeah poor poor chance davis when he did his uh time out there they kept you know label that poor ranger with like the the thousand yard stare oh really uh, you know and then he's out there 
and he's reciting the Ranger Creed while, you know, he's out there getting rained on the freezing cold in, in the Amazon in uh, Ecuador. And he's out there with this other guy. The other guy leaves him, takes off. Say oh. later, Chance. And, and poor Chance made it through the night, but the guy just left him cold. And, and so on this Naked Afraid, I, now, correction for you. Uh, by the time this Sunday airs, the finale, I'll have had the third most days out there at 163 with five challenges. Holy shit. That's holy man. I, I don't have time to watch a lot of TV, but man, yeah, I didn't no, realize I that you were on that many times. Holy crap. And I was the first guy to ever do it. I filmed yeah. the pilot yep. episode in Tanzania. I remember the pilot episode. And, you know, first guy to do three. Now, I'll be the oldest to complete one of these challenges. Had my 55th birthday out there, but age is just a number, which I just... Oh, 55. That means I can drink 55 beers tonight. That's great. So. <laughs> it's so stupid. Age is so dumb. We count how many times we go around the sun. It, it's it's yep. truly, yeah. it's it's an arbitrary number. It's how you feel. You treat yourself like shit. You eat like shit. You're going to be old. Uh, right? It doesn't, doesn't matter. A, what, absolutely. This last time I was in Louisiana for 60 days, and every day this pain in the ass producer comes up to me and says, okay, EJ, what day is it? How many days you left? And how do you feel? I'm like, I'm about to strangle you. Because yeah. I already told you, I don't care how many days is it, because I'm loving life out there. It's like his natural is breathing to me. I told you, I'm going to count. I, I, I count this journey by steps. And yeah. hopefully at the end of 60 days, I'll not know exactly how many steps I ever took. And that's the way I want it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what's amazing. So there's a lot of TV out there. There's a lot of shit TV out there. I, I just, yep. I can't, my wife loves getting into series and stuff. And I'm like, I, after like the third episode, I'm like, I could give a shit with these people. Do. I, I'm just not into TV. I just, I don't know my brain. I have what ADD maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but naked and afraid is one of those shows where like you get engaged, like you start watching and you're like, what the, did you see that? And you're like talking back and yeah. forth. The first time I saw it, I thought these people, this is crazy. They're going to die. They're going to die. I mean, I was in the fire department for a number of years and we would do search and rescues. People would be out there for like 12 hours and then they would have IVs, would helicopter them out. The first time you did it was 21 days naked, naked. Like yeah. what goes through your mind when you hear that, when well, the producers come to you, you're like, oh, I got to sit there with my balls flapping around and yeah, let the whole it, world see it. It's an interesting story because I got recruited, uh, was uh, recruited by Discovery Channel to try out for uh, dual survival. They were replacing uh, Dave oh, Canterbury uh, on the first season. So I went out there with four guys. Nice. We tried out. We all know the story about Joe Ted I and his mm -hmm. bullshit resume. Yep. Well, they picked Joe, and they called me up after I got done running through Fiji on this other TV show called uh, 72 Hours, and I just lost that race, so I was pretty pissed off trying to get hammered drunk. And uh, <laughs> they're like, uh, EJ, they called me up. like, hey, we got this crazy survival challenge. We're going to – really extreme. Nobody's ever done it before. And we think you're you're the most qualified survival guy we've seen. You got five years as a SEER instructor. We think you're you're perfect. And we're gonna put you in the toughest place. And if you can survive that, that means the other uh, five sets of people we got, they'll be fine because they're in a little bit easier areas. And I'm like, thanks for the confidence, Mister. <laughs> and then as the weeks go on and we get closer to December, they, they're taking a piece of clothing off every meeting. I'm like, the next thing I know, we're buck naked, one tool each. I'm out there with a strange woman I've never met before. And uh, I'm thinking, okay, you got a safari Africa because I've never been there before. Let's just do it naked. What the hell? Yeah. And, man, after the first step I took with the thorns there, I was like, this is going to be something here, boy. That was and that was uh, insane. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah those – those. Uh, I don't know what the hell they yeah, are. but yeah, uh, yeah. Acacia thorns. Dagger. Oh. Yeah, and it was just <laughs> jabbed through your foot. Yeah, daggers. <laughs> Nick's, Nick's right on point with that. That's the way they feel like. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I actually, in that, in that particular challenge, I had got one on day two that actually started to get very septic. And uh, they had to go in and cut it out with yeah, good old bush medicine. Mm-hmm. A 15-year-old looking doctor with red Converse high tops, a razor blade, a safety pin, and straight up a gallon of alcohol. Ugh. Ugh. All right, let's do, I want to, I want to, we got, we jumped a little head there, which is fine, which is fine. But I like to find out, you know, where, where, how did you end up there? So where, where did you grow up? North Jersey, Italian, pretty crazy Italian neighborhoods. My folks divorced when I was very young. My dad, who was a carpenter by trade, was a big outdoorsman. Okay. Every weekend he's taking me and my kid brother out hunting, fishing, trapping, uh, you know, just doing the outdoor stuff. And I was into scouting a little bit, uh, and so when he was around in my life, it was weekends out in the wild. And I thought it was the place where I belong. Did some camp counseling stuff, was a nature and archery instructor for a bunch of day camps at the YMCA. And uh, I moved to three different high schools. My sports scholarships were all over the map. I had no vision of college. My mom says, what do you want to be when you grow up? I says, well, mom, I'm banging nails with dad as a carpenter, but I really want to be an actor and a stuntman. So that's what I think I'm going to go to. She's like, you can't do that. You're going to starve. You'll never make it. I'm like, you're my mom. You can't yeah. say that to me. Thanks, mom. Yeah, and I'm just like, so what the hell am I going to do? So I joined the Army. I turned 19 a day. I go in. Uh, wind up in the 82nd Airborne for seven years. Head to the yeah. 91 Gulf War. Was a 24-year-old platoon sergeant, youngest in the division. Uh, then I went on with my career. I went to Ranger School in 88. Uh, 92, I was a drill sergeant for a couple of years. I had an O Fort Benning on my Ranger bonus. So they're like, you got to stay here. So I'm like, all right, I'll go be a Ranger instructor while I got to finish my time out. So I went to Florida Ranger camp for uh, three years, was the primary survival instructor. That's where I went to Sears school, uh, loved survival, fell in love with it, started teaching off duty. Anybody that wanted to, to learn this stuff and practice with me, I taught, I went to tracking school. Continued my career, 10th Mountain Division, wound up in the old guard for a little stint. Uh, wound up going to the Sergeant Major Academy at 17 years in the Army. Wow. Been by 18 years. Wound up wow. going to uh, Hawaii for my last uh, eight years. Uh, served in the Gulf. Uh, served in 2004. I went back to Iraq for 15 months up in Kirkuk. Huh. Uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom uh, Phase 2 when it was still a messy gunfight up in the north. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. When I retired... Uh, right before I retired in Hawaii, I started doing some acting and stunt work, trying to Miltech advise on some uh, film sets. I was on the TV show Lost. I wound up being one of the freighter boat mercenaries on that TV show. Oh, were you really? Oh, cool. Yeah, sure that's, was. That's one of the few shows that uh, you can uh, you can rewatch it. It's such a yeah. good show. I mean, the end, Absolutely. whatever. But, oh, it's such a, I mean, when it first came out, I remember being so excited. I'm like, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> wait for the next week. Yeah, great yeah. show. Funny enough, I'm actually rewatching so, that right now. Yeah. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. And it, that cast and that crew was so family or it was like a family and it was really amazing and a great experience. And then I moved to North Carolina. Uh, when I retired, I had a, a job teaching at Sears school camp three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am oh, cracking off. I am cracking up. Yeah. Don't make no me. Don't make me angry. What's that? What's that air, airfield over there called McCall or McCall uh, Camp McCall. Yeah. Camp McCall. Yeah. 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 We used to, I used so to fly used... C-130s around there. So I, I'm very familiar with the, the Yeah. Area. Camp McCall. Yeah. It's a great spot. Yeah. Uh, if you like, if you like going to a third world fictitious country, right? <laughs> yep. Atropia. Right. Is that you, one Atropia? Just, Sully, you yeah. just know it's a, uh, the, they used to call it Pineland and then Pineland. It was the yeah. PPR. 
But you're exactly right. It's the greatest school, greatest school I ever went to, bar 30 different schools I went to. So I got to be a contract instructor out there and uh, still trying to do TV on the side. And then, uh, like I said, it, I, I was trying out for Survivor and all these shows, and my name started floating around. And then Discovery Channel found me, and I've done Five Naked Afraids. I've done Season 9 of Dual Survival with my partner Jeff from uh, the first XL. And then I went on to a show called uh, First Man Out with Ed Stafford. I went and uh, filmed season one. And on all of these hit series shows, I go out there to consult as well as build the pilot and wind up getting these great hit series. Uh, so I've been on a lot of TV. You can look me up on IMDb or go to my website, ejsnyder.com. A lot of the stuff I've done is listed there. And uh, I'm getting sought after to do so many shows. I just filmed the pilot this uh, spring. Uh, for survival skills series as a host and a judge uh nice. just interviewed for another tv show called um let's say call this thing uh i was there and the host goes back in time to all these different historical events mostly a lot of them are going to be military hey. uh, for the history channel hey, so, EJ, you want, want to know something funny yeah i read for that too <laughs> oh did you yeah well good luck i, I have no i have no uh uh any anticipation that I'll get it. It was just one of those, Hey, do you want to read for it? I'm like, sure. Why not? Cause I have, I have so much things I couldn't, even if they offered it to me, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, I just go by flow in life with spirit. Now, whatever spirit puts in my path, if I'm supposed to do it, I'll do it. And yeah. they, they called me up. They say, you want to read for us? I said, sure. I'll, I'll read for it. No problem. Nice. And, uh, I don't even, I've done so many auditions and acting and so many of these things. I just like do it and go and don't yeah. worry about it. And I'm it, like, it was it was my first time, and uh, I okay. I don't know it was it was interesting. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know I don't know how to. But it, you're, it's you're just, I'll tell you this, Ollie, honestly, guy, you got a great look, and you got you're well we're well spoken, and that's probably they found your podcast, and uh, you know you 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 could make a good host. I mean, it's just at TV. There's so many that's like you're not the right look, not the right height, not the right voice. Yeah. And, you know, they're just you never know what the networks are going to click with. So it could work out for you. And I wish you luck. So you're, I you're just saying, told them, look, I know Tim Kennedy tried out for this. <laughs> Did I he really? And I'm more angry than him. Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy. He's still, he's still active there. duty. I love that. Yeah. guy. Yeah. I've never met yeah, him. Tim's uh, great. He's yeah. he's a friend. And uh, so I, it's a little, you know, good, friendly ribbon there. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, now that you I say this, know, I, don't I, don't know, I don't know that he did, but I've just assumed it because he's worked yeah, yeah. for history before. Yeah, he does everything. Uh, Hunting Hitler, that was a great everything. series. Um, yeah. And then, did you see the one I survived? He, he yep. like puts himself in a car yeah. and drops it underwater, and you're like, dude, that guy's a maniac. And and to add, uh, I don't want to say insult to injury, it's the wrong word, but the, the dude is a UFC fighter, right? Yeah. Oh, not only is he a Green Beret, but yeah, he's also the top of his game as far yeah. as martial arts go. I mean, and yeah, he runs a awesome. great, he's got a great self-defense school. He's, he really, he really knows his stuff. He's he, Tim's a great guy. If you can ever meet him, get around him. He's, he's a really good dude. I know. We're just joking. It's the, this is now, Hey everyone, welcome to the Tim Kennedy yeah. circle yeah. jerk. <laughs> <laughs> we all love that guy. Okay. All right. Enough <laughs> about Tim. This is my name. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, so you're down in Fayetteville, right? Right now? Uh, based out of Fayetteville quite a bit. I, I travel a lot. I've got an RV travel trailer. I'm usually in the oh, woods nice. doing videos. I'm trying nice. to rebuild up my YouTube channel, uh, shooting a lot of uh, survival tutorials. I write for several magazines on adventure, survival gear. Uh, I'm actually getting ready to do uh, whitewater kayaking school to uh, 
to get certified to be a guide for uh, whitewater cool. kayaking. Uh, awesome. You know, I'm just sucking the bone marrow out of life. You know, yeah. yeah. You hit 55, it's like it's time to really get living. You know, all those things I haven't gotten done yet or want to do. Uh, I figure I better get them done before I'm 85 or so. <laughs> yeah, but what's his name? The uh, what's his name? President Bush. He was jumping out of airplanes at like in his 90s, wasn't he? Like every year oh, on his he, birthday. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't his birthday. It was when he was shot down. Uh, oh wow! The anniversary, he would jump. To, oh. to honor the guy, his backseater died. And so to honor that, he would jump out. Uh, crazy, though. But he was in his 90s and he was still doing that. So basically, uh, you grew up. I mean, when I look at my age, excuse me, and, and how long ago I was a teenager, I mean, there's it's those are two different people. You basically grew up in the Army, right? 19 to 44. I mean, it. how yeah. did you, when you decided to become a, a civilian, which I guess at 25 years, is it really a decision? Um how was the transition? Like, how did you learn yeah, how to be question. a civilian again? That's a great question. You know, I, I it, the good thing for me was I got a contract job and I, uh, as a SEER instructor. So I was, I was hanging around other uh, soldiers, Green Berets, you know, retirees that were like-minded like me. So that made it a little easy. But, like, I remember standing in to go get a coffee before I headed into work. I was standing in the McDonald's in this line. And there's all these people in front of me, these civilians. And I'm just, like... Man, I'm getting so angry, scared of this damn line. These people can't even get their freaking quarters out of their pocket fast enough. And then somebody's like, who's next? So I just walked up to the front of the line, cut everybody, said, I am. There's my buck 25 on a large coffee black. Hurry up. <laughs> and I just realized at that point, I was like, wow, I really need to start figuring something else out to do because I'm not going to, I'm not going to survive this. Um, yeah. Cause all I knew was, you know, reveille to, to, you know, sun up to sundown and, and, and then retreat. It's like, I don't hear the bugles anymore. What's going on with me? And it took me two years to really, and the, and the, I credit the TV stuff, the acting and, and doing that stuff, working out those emotions to really help me through it. And then Sears school, you know, cause you're, you're acting, you're role playing. It really kind of helped me figure some things out. And then I went back to the woods. I started hiking like crazy uh, just started finding other activities, getting back in the gym, just uh, doing things that, that brought me joy to really help me transition because I was a ticking time bomb. You know, yeah. I got a couple speeding tickets. I was just, you know, I was doing all those things that you're, are red flags for a guy that's not transitioning well. And to self-recognize that, that's a rare thing. Most times you have to get an intervention uh, by other people. So I was, Dude, I was glad... You- to do that. You are so right about that. Um, Mike Stojic, he was on the show a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, he, he runs Revival 1869 down here. I was I was kind of that guy. Uh, so like for 10 years after the military, I was just like, eh, no one does anything right. Blah, 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 blah. If, you, if you ran this place the way we ran our aircraft, would I be dead? You know, I was just a jerk. And in my mind, I was like, this is how I'm supposed to be, I guess. Was? And then Mike, Sta- Mike Standard, Mike Stojic is like, he, he he's a Marine and he's like, dude, chill the fuck out. He's like, civilians, you got to realize they're different. You're different. Meet in the middle. They're not going to understand what you're talking about, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Have empathy. Understand civilians. Understand where they're coming from. And that's all it was. He just, he did that to me. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. And then it chilled me. It chilled me right out. And you bring up a good point. um, Because on these naked afraids, you know, I'm I'm usually the oldest guy on the field. Yeah. Most of the people I'm with are half my age. And I realized that I have to meet them. You, there's no compromise to 50-50 points. I right. have to go 75 to meet their 25. And that's okay. And um, 
you know, to understand them, you, you just got to understand that they think differently and try to understand them for who they are and accept them and just say, you know, that's just the way you're wired. And a lot of that has done me very good as well because you see a huge transition for me from the first time I was in Tanzania to the time I get to Louisiana. And the amount of patience I exercise and just going right to the problem because I don't let negative energy stay in me anymore. I used yeah. to. Yeah. I, I'm all about positivity. So if you have a negative energy or a negative something in you, you've got to address it right away. You've got to get it out of there and get it out of you. And that's really it's been a blessing because in the Amazon with that girl there, she taught me to retouch my roots, get in touch with my spirit and, and plug into the universe and life would be a lot better for me. And then miraculous things started happening. Then. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's it, everybody approaches it a different way. And then, it, you know, we start saying you hear people saying, well, civilians don't understand us. How am I supposed to understand civilians? And it's like, well, maybe it's your attitude, right? Maybe yeah, if you allow them to understand you, they're never going to understand, um, you know, uh, moving a body or they're never going to understand that stuff. And that's fine. That's why we did what we do. Um, but to hold it over them, I mean, it's just the wrong way to go about it. And, and unfortunately, is we all have to yeah. learn that lesson. We all have to learn that lesson as uh, as veterans. Uh, I got it. So you were uh, an E9. So let me pull up a video here real quick. This is when I hear E9, Sergeant Major with 25 years. Uh, this is what I, I think of. Yes. Oh, Plumley. That's my man. So good. I ain't no kind of goddamn. Good morning, Sergeant Major. Trips. Beautiful morning, Sergeant Major. Are you a fucking weatherman now? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess my question for you is, what type of Sergeant Major were you? Were you, uh, you a Sergeant you Plumley? You just saw him. <laughs> okay. So, do you guys? Is it like okay? I know. I know what everyone expects a sergeant major to be, and then you just kind of get into that role. That's what you want. No, to be. no, guys it's true. like Plumley, guys like Plumley and I were were a rare breed, and they don't come around that often. I mean, they're looking at a guy that leads from the front, is in your face when you need it, leads with compassion in his heart. I mean, for me, you know, I treated every soldier in front of me as my own kid. I'm going to spank you when you need it. I'm going to stand you up and and, and pat you on the back when you deserve it most. And, you know, I had that hardness about me like Plumley. I also led, like I said, with a lot of heart, a lot of compassion. And even to this day, I get messages from former soldiers, people I've trained. I still counsel now generals uh, on a regular basis that were lieutenants when I was a uh, young platoon sergeant. Um, but, you know, it, it is a, in your breed. And when, you, you know, you you got to be born hard as nails. You've got to have that grit and sand in your diaper from when you start because that's <laughs> – I don't know how to explain it because that is how I, I've always was, always am, and still today. I mean, this last challenge out in Louisiana, I'm walking along a log trying to make a fishing pond because I've got so much green hyacinth, which is a lily pad, in my channel. I can't fish. I'm making a football field long and 50 yard wide. I'm making a football field pond. And I fall off this tree. I get speared by a stick. I tear Ugh. three holes in my testicles. Oh, I walk geez. out of the water. <laughs> I tell the guys, hey, we got a problem here. And they're like, what? I just whipped this thing open. So get the medic down here. Let's start stitching this damn thing because I got to collect firewood because it's about to get dark and I don't want to freeze my ass off tonight. Ugh. And uh, and that's a true story. That happened to me. 
and I stayed out there. And people are like, I would have been gone. What is wrong with you? And I'm like, don't try to understand me because they don't make people like me too often. <laughs> I, I like to think I'm not. Look, at, come on. I, I, I'm a Chad. I like to think I'm tough, right? But uh, you skewer my nuts. That's it. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, let's go back to the hotel. Um, <laughs> Does does age and experience, right? So uh, you got out at 44, obviously 25 years experience. Did that have a positive or negative effect on well-being of veterans? Meaning like, and then we just kind of discussed this, but right. compared to the E4 that gets out because he doesn't re-enlist. Right. Well, you know, you have experience and then you start looking at the job market and then a lot of people are like, well, you're too, you're overqualified for this or you got too much experience. Oh shit, he might be want my job. Yeah, how many times did I hear that in the Army when I was a young sergeant major climbing a ladder and I got all these old sergeant majors trying to hold me down because they're like afraid I'm going to steal their job. Dude, I don't want your job. I just want what I what I deserve and what the troops deserve. That's all I cared about. I sure. I pissed a lot of people off and <laughs> pissed in a lot of Cheerios bowls, but I did it because the standard said this. I stood up for soldiers. I stood up for what was right. And you give me a book and says this is the standard, I'm that's where the line is, pal. And I'm going to enforce what you tell me. And now you want to get mad at me for enforcing it. So I always said after 20 years, you're working for half a paycheck. But I wound up doing five more. Hell, I was in Hawaii. I got to surf a little bit more. So that was okay. Yeah, uh, yeah it's not bad. And so you look at the fringe benefits. But I got out kind of young, I guess, at 44. Sure. Um, yeah. And I had a wealth of leadership experience behind me. But, man, I'm sitting in Sears school. I'm on a team. Here's a young E7. Uh, special forces guy sent to, to special warfare center to be my team leader. I'm trying to give him a little advice on how to lead or talk or handle a problem. It's like, they look at me like, who the hell are you? I'm like, all right, <laughs> whatever. You can take my advice or not. But then you find out you go to the VA and you, it don't matter if you're a private or a sergeant major or a general, you, you got the same damn card. You didn't know why like everybody that's else. That's right. So, that's right. Yeah. So I kind of had a, I was just gonna I say a lot of people. That's a yeah. that's a big wake up call. Is when it's like no one cares about your rank when you're when you're a civilian. And, and, and a good point of it was when I did my first naked afraid, and after I watched it, Kelly was like, "Oh, EJ's kind of an alpha type. He's probably used to always being in charge. Hopefully, he'll listen to some of my ideas." And I was like, "Wow, yeah, I was that guy. I was used to being in charge all the time, and I'm an alpha type, but I'm a natural leader too. And if the situation stinks, like it did there." Yeah, I'm going to take charge because I'm not putting my life or survival in your hands if you're incapable. Sure. Um, are you one of those guys who are, so we all know in the unit, you guys can probably picture in your head the dude that you go to a party, you go to a unit party and someone's walking around naked. Eventually someone's naked. That was you. So are, are you comfortable being Sorry. naked or what was that like? I mean, because in my mind... That'd be a tough hurdle. I was actually going to go naked yeah. on this show just for fun, but uh, I didn't Stop have the balls to do it. I didn't. Have, well, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Uh, yeah. been We've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. How? Let's talk about that hurdle. Not only are you naked, you're naked in front of a, a young, right. attractive woman, and you're on TV. What's that? Oh shit! I missed it. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, she, you, you were, I mean, I know you guys are, not I, so afraid. I know you guys are, are, are friends and all that, but she's yeah, a good yeah. looking woman, right? She, yeah, yeah. And Kelly, then, I, I was blessed with great female partners every time I've been out there. <laughs> I just, uh, made waking up in the morning nice to see that walking around. And, you know, yeah. I'm very confident where I'm at, where my relationships are. So it was never sure. an issue, but, um, they say going naked. So I'm thinking, okay, clothing is your first layer of shelter. You take yeah. that away. There goes yeah. the physical layer of shelter. 
It's also a psychological layer of shelter. Now you're all your inadequacies or mm-hmm. all your proudness is out there to, for the world to see. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things can go wrong with that situation. So, but I was, I'm kind of a nudist anyway, so it really didn't bother me. I'm like, if you don't <laughs> like it, it, if you don't like what you're looking at, close your eyes. I don't know what to tell you, but uh, people are like, well, why don't you make clothes right away? I'm like, I'm in a survival situation. And at that time, Clothing was the last thing on my mind other than maybe shoes. Yeah. I'm yeah, stepping yeah. on thorns and this and that. I'm like, yeah, I'll make some shoes. That's worth my time. But I made some, uh, I made a, what was, oh, Laura and the Amazon was making a grass skirt. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to build teamwork with my partner. Uh, let's have, cra- let's have uh, arts and craft time. I'm going to make one too, but it's going to be called a kilt because I'm a man. <laughs> so I make this thing and I start doing this crazy Samoan dance in front of her to get her to laugh because she was having a bad day. We just got destroyed by mosquitoes and the shit cut the hell out of my pecker and my balls. And I'm just like, yep, grass skirts. Nobody's going to wear these damn things here. So not me anyway, but in uh, Louisiana, we got a pelt, a deer pelt. Okay. And I was super grateful for it because it was so cold. You know, that wet swamp cold's nasty. And uh, eventually I made a loincloth. To protect my boys because hey they just got stitched back together like Humpty Dumpty and Oof. the cold would bother them you know and and, the, and sometimes the heat so I, I'm gonna I'm looking forward to that episode because there was one other episode where they sure were in the are. bayou and uh it, it's like that, that was when they were in the bio that was the one where I was like there's no way these people can make it there's no and they yeah. did they did the full 21 days but um but I spent the most time in swamps during my whole most of my military career I trained in the swamps rangers for three years I do a lot of stuff in the swamps. Louisiana is kind of like my second home, so I was very comfortable there. Um, and our uh, this one is called Naked Afraid XL Legends. It's the seventh XL series. It's ten episodes, okay. and so it's they're two hours each. So this Sunday is the finale. So you you watch our journey over sixty days. And all the oh, rest of the XLs 60? are only forty days. Yeah, so we did sixty. I'm gonna have to go back and watch. I think I saw it on Sling the other day. I got one hundred and sixty three days out there naked. Oh. There was, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, hold on. It'll come to me. This, it ah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, because I started thinking that. Oh, oh, yeah, I remember. Boom! So Oh, there we, you go. <laughs> when we started watching, when me and my wife started watching the, the uh, XL, I didn't even know what it was, right? Because we were watching. I, I like the, the single episode ones because you get your beginning, your end, and then I don't have to yeah. worry about the next day missing what happened. Um, but we started watching the XL. Uh, 40 days. I'm like, Oh Jesus, this is when you watch the 40 day, Jeremy, bring up the picture of, uh, God, I can't think of the dude's name now. Um, uh, swimmingly, swimmingly handsome man. Is that the term? Uh, Oh, that was me. The photos you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The photos. Do you have that? That was me. Yeah, it was you. Yeah, no. this guy. Okay, so I, I'm a I'm a PA now. Everyone knows that who watches the show, but I'm a PA. If I he so basically when you get to 40 days, all you're doing is watching people die. You are oh, dying at that point. That's not like, oh, I'm a little hungry. No, that's your body. Yeah, no, Look at Jake, this guy. Jake, Jake didn't make it. Jake, yeah. Jake had a, he medically tapped out because he ate some bad monkey fruit with the Blow. bats and the monkeys were pissing all over. Blow that up. And, Blow that up. and poor Jake, face. man. Jake he was hard, was, man. That dude, that dude was like yeah. the leader. Jake, Jake's an amazing guy and up, he'll never another, go back out picture. because it, it messed him up so bad medically. He was uh, dealing with stuff in his spine. His he turned yellow. Oh, uh, Jesus. It was, it, 
Jake, Jake's a great guy, man. He really is. Check out these. So if I saw someone like this coming into my emergency room, 100%, I'm like, you're dying. We got to keep you alive. Uh, yeah, that's, that's hard to watch. He, so he I, was, can't, I can't he believe was very you guys are going to, to death. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 100% yeah. He really uh, was. He even has that look. I mean, I assume you guys have seen dead bodies and you just have that look. And I'm like, man, that guy, look it's, at those he eyes. Got, he got jaundice and, uh, Ooh. It really so, freaked him out because he's in really good shape. He's yeah. a um, he's a horseman and a, a modern day cowboy wrangler uh, at, up in Western Maryland. Okay, and um, you know that really freaked him out because he sure he's freaked, an amazing shape guy. Freaked freaked me out watching it. <laughs> um, but sixty, so so they decided okay, forty um, people are pretty much at the verge of death. Let's let's right. bump it up another twenty days. <laughs> yeah, well, here what happened is. Um, I consult for the show quite a bit. I work with casting. I interview people getting ready to go on the show. It's kind of my mailbox money for uh, more beer. And uh, uh, so one of the things I do is consult with the producers to develop ideas. So we come up with this thing. What is, let's do, we're planning out the XLs. We're like, hey, so for XL8, you know, because now chances of it going any further past that, well, let's do a Legends episode. We'll bring the best of the best out that we have. And we'll we'll extend the time a little bit, and we'll see, you know, we'll see how it goes, and we'll show more skills. We'll do it longer. But with COVID happened, um, they didn't want to do another forty day, and they were like, unless you bring us something really special, we're not going to do it. And uh, we went ahead with the Legends idea. We were supposed to go to Columbia, but because of COVID, something happened, and then they wound up putting us in the Atchafalaya Swamp Basin. But what people need to understand that there are dangerous places in America. You just think because it's oh, America, yeah. that's not true. The Atchafalaya Swamp Basin makes the Everglades look like a petting zoo. And I put the danger of that place right there with the Amazon jungle. And I've been there before when I was on Dual Survival uh, Episode 4. We, uh, we went, Jeff and I went to the Atchafalaya Swamp Basin. So we understood exactly what we were getting into. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, look at Death Valley. Look at uh, I rode my bike through yeah. Death Valley. I'm just kidding. God damn it! That's a running joke that I rode my bike pretty much everywhere in America. Um, it's funny how you bring up you bring up uh, what the hell's it called the the Everglades. True story. We're down there. My parents my parents are snowbirds. They hang out down in, in Florida and they have a boat. And we're we're cruising around and I'm like, oh, this looks like a nice place to swim. So we jump out. My kids are swimming around and everything. And then I walk over and I look at the map. He's got like one of those moving maps on his boat. And it says the Everglades, and I'm like, get out of the water! <laughs> Jumping <laughs> in, I had no idea we were swimming in the Everglades, uh, but I survived. <laughs> so basically, what I'm saying is, I'm putting myself on the same level as you. I, I one time waited in the You're Everglades. There. Yeah, so there we go. Put put in That's a good not, word for me. Ever, and, I'm, and it's not to say the Everglades is in a dangerous place because it is. So. <laughs> yeah, it freaked me out. All right, let's let's do the. Uh, I'm going to do the rundown, but yeah, we'll do the rundown. Then we'll find out what's, what's coming down the pike for you. So, uh, the rundown, just answer as quickly. And I believe the term is piffy, piffy as possible. I like to use big words because Jeremy over here is a Marine and it teaches him the English language uh, a little bit. I got you, Jeremy. Let's, yeah, let's simplify. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. What is your essential EDC? You're going to work today. You're going to the grocery store. What do you absolutely cannot leave the house without? Oh, it's definitely a knife uh, for sure. And uh, I like fixed blade knives. I've de designed two with Topps knives. One, you've seen it out there in the swamps, the SXB, Skullcrusher's Extreme Blade. Or, you know, every great action hero needs a sidekick, so I'll, I'll take the Skullcrusher Extreme sidekick, nice and small, in my pocket. 
uh, these hands are very dangerous as well, you know. And of course, the firearms always in the crack of my backside. Yeah, uh, yeah just yeah. for that froggy guy. What do you run? What do you what, what do you like to carry? Uh, well, I have a nice little uh, Hellcat right now, okay. nine yeah, millimeter, nice. which is a great conceal. Mm -hmm. I just picked it up. I like it. Normally, uh, what my thought is, I keep one hidden and I keep one exposed because in North Carolina you can open carry. So I've got a Glock uh, 2240 cal on the side hip mm -hmm. in the open. So if some smart uh, villain wants to take my gun from me because he's going to rob this place, as soon as he turns his back, the Hellcat comes out and bang, bang, <laughs> good night, night. Yeah, I, I, that's good. Was I that mean, my... piffy enough? That was piffy. That was perfect. That was piffy. I don't even know if that's the right word. As I as I say, I like that. it. I'm going to use like piffy it. a lot. It's piffy, very piffy. Uh, what is the absolute greatest song ever recorded? Oh my God! It's Kisses, rock and roll, all night long. Yeah, that's a good one. Very classic, uh, simple. Doesn't make you think too much. Uh, if I was a, if I was to go in the Kiss round route, route, I know this is a solo uh, version of it, but I would go with "Back in the New York Groove." Freaking love that song. That was that's uh, a good one too. Yeah, Ace Ace Freely, I believe. Rock and roll ain't noise pollution. That was. Uh, I just got so many songs that I love. You know, it's kind of a tough question, but that that's that Kiss, was a right? song. You know, song from the youth. I don't know. If that's that. ACDC. What is it? It's ACDC. I know. What's the name of the song? I probably know the song. I just don't know the word. I mean, the, the... Rock and roll ain't noise pollution. Yeah, that's... I like that's it. Um, greatest song... No, no, no. I think we talked about this last time, but I still stand by the greatest... I'm going to say all-around vocalist, rock singer uh, of the last 75 years is... Uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's I'm, I'm pushing it there. Is uh, uh, the lead singer of Queen there? Now that I'm saying it, I can't... I oh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Oh, yes. I'll agree with you on that one. Oh, he's amazing. Like, oh, my God, yes. I just God, watched I the, the uh, movie, uh, so Bohemian good. Rhapsody. Yeah, they did a good job with that. Yeah. Crushed it. Wow. Crushed it. Yeah. Wow. I made my kids watch the Live Aid where he does call and response with the oh, crowd. Man. It gives me chills. It's so good. I watch uh, it. Like, I'm like, kids, you got to watch this. And they're like, what's he doing? I'm like, no, no, no. Shh. Just watch just, him. Oh, just man. watch it. Like, it's it's such a spectrum of talent, right? With not only does he have an amazing voice, but he, he controls the crowd, the band rock. I mean, God, they're so good. We, yeah, we will rock you right into the We Are The Champions, right? That's right. That's Jeez. right. Yeah. What is something that veterans do that civilians will never understand? Uh, what is something veterans do that civilians will never understand? Um, probably the situational awareness thing that when you walk into a place, you're always checking for exits and where are there other weapons about in case yours gets disarmed. Weapons of opportunity. Good point. Good point. Um, what is something civilians do that veterans will never understand? Wake up. Everything. <laughs> Complain. I hate complainers. Yes. I hate people that Why? bitch about Be the solution. Don't be a, a Exactly. Do you want know to do when my kids complain? Dad, dad, I'm hungry. I'm like, okay, first off, you're not hungry. That's called feeling hunger. All right. Hungry is you want to see some pictures of some hungry kids? Those kids are hungry. I'm starving. I'm like, don't even go there. Don't, don't even worry. go there. And then I, I make them appreciate the refrigerator. I'm like, all right, we're gonna have five minutes of looking at the refrigerator. Check this out. You open it up, it's cold. It's oh yeah, yeah. Civilians they just don't understand that. They don't understand Shoot, that. Shoot, just Take them on a camping trip for the weekend, have the cooler full of food and everything, and just walk over and throw right. it all in the water. And say, all right. Occasionally, yeah. There you go. Now we uh, got to figure out what we're going to eat for the weekend. Oh, it, and by the way, give me all your cell phones. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We just talked about that. That's how we opened the perfect circle there. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of perfect circle, another really good band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Judith. Judith. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, when you, you can't, is it Judith? It's Judith. Fuck your, that that Fuck one? Yeah yeah. Your God. Yeah, 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 yeah. You try singing that, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to hell. I'm not no, even that religious. I'm I going to hell. That, nope. I sing that part as loudly as possible. Really? Great yeah, song. Just belt that out. That guy was an army vet. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. The name. lead singer of Tool. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all, I do know that a perfect circle going to their shows, they actually do not allow you to record. And at any mm-hmm. point in time, yeah, if you have no. a recording device out, they will take it they and will. kick you out with no refund. Absolutely. Wow. That's crazy. Hey, well. You know, Jimmy Hendrix be. used to try and hide his guitar in a damn uh, wall locker somewhere and lock it up because he would play <laughs> stoned as hell into the wee hours of the night. Nobody could get any sleep with that guy. <laughs> backwards, backwards and upside 101st down. At, yeah, 101st Airborne. That's right. He was a jumper. Uh, who played the best NCO in film? Clint Eastwood, oh. Gunny Highway, obviously. Sam Elliott, wow. we brought him up. Sergeant uh, Major Plumley. Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg. Hold yeah. on. Donnie Wahlberg, Cardwood Lipton. I know he was a, a Battlefield Commission, but he still made a hell of an NCO. And uh, I, do you know what? I had the guy down from Starship Troopers, Michael Ironsides. I can't remember the name of the guy. Was he an officer? No, I think he was the. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was um, he Lieutenant Ratchak. Yeah. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was officer. Okay, so the other guy that looks like Gary Busey, Johnny Rico. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no I, I know you're talking about. I, that. I messed no, up the I end of that, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, who do you think? And you can come up with one that maybe I didn't mention. Yeah, I, I'm thinking, uh, uh, is it Tom Berenger in Platoon? Who played the oh, Platoon yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally forgot him. Yeah. Uh, he he the, was very believable, very real, yeah. a very scarred and troubled guy who went through a lot of shit. You can tell that, that character he played. Oh, my God. I love some Tom Berenger. Or some Willem Dafoe. I love some Tom Willem Dafoe. Yeah, he was oh, a nice yeah, guy, Willem though. Dafoe. He. It's he was one of those guys good. that was like, still ah, good. he was fraternizing just a little bit too much. Yeah, I mean, but they but respected that's the craziness, him. They respected though. him. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Do you know, I saw that when I was like 10 years old. My dad and I were watching it. I mean, and I remember just being, I, I, I think I watched it and I was like, yeah, I want to do that someday. <laughs> but that movie, that movie's insane. That's, I forgot yeah. about that one. Good one. Good call. Awesome. So what is coming down the pike uh, for EJ? Uh, and, and I guess, too, you have a, a website with um, you sell knives and all that yeah, stuff on it? Yeah, just checked out your knives. Well, I got some yeah, knives yeah. Well, you go to uh, www.ejsnyder.com. I have a geared up page uh, with a bunch of stuff Sweet. that I recommend. I Most most gear that people ask me to get behind, I, I test for anywhere from three to six months before I try to destroy it before I even recommend it. But, you know, it's all around the core for stuff about shelter water uh food i mean i have my own food line out there uh, dehydrated survival foods you know, camping nice. food hiking whatever you want uh, i've got knives i've got water i've got a foldable kayak that I, I recently got into uh but you'll find that all under the geared up page t-shirts the works awesome um, awesome i've got a bunch of services like i said i do a lot of motivational speaking i teach survival i do trekking guide uh do appearances at different trade shows and all this uh, I was just recently at the Blade Show, first time after COVID. What a great, amazing event. Uh, I have designed a couple knives, like I said, with Topps Knives. I designed that knife, the SXB, because my knife broke on my first episode, my first Naked Afraid Challenge. And I said, I swear, that's not going to happen to me again. Sure. And I, devi- I designed a knife that's been the most used knife on the Naked Afraid Challenge to date. And it's a really amazing piece of work. It's actually been used in battle and saved soldiers and Marines' lives. I swear to that. So I'm very proud of that knife. Um, And you go to my webpage. All my social media links are there. 
uh, Twitter and Instagram at uh, EJ Schneider 333. Find me there. Find me on LinkedIn. And uh, my Facebook page right now is I'm locked out. You think a guy like Zuckerberg <laughs> who makes a lot of money could have a regular customer yeah. service that you could get to with a phone? No. Nobody's so, safe these days. But I have a fan page there too. And so what's awesome. coming up for me? I'm just living life and sucking the bone marrow of life right now. I'm out mm-hmm. and about. I'm actually going to be speaking at the uh, OCS graduation down at uh, Fort Benning, Georgia on the 23rd of July. Nice. Uh, I'm planning a lot of uh, things coming up in the fall. I'm going to be going to national uh, and state parks and forests, and I'll be putting on my website. While I'm there, I'm going to be offering uh, day, day classes, uh, you know, anywhere from six to eight hours on the basics of survival. And uh, put that out there for anybody who wants to sign up for it. But if you're interested in having E.J. Snyder – be at your birthday party or whatever, you can go to this great site called The Bash and the hire bash. me out that way. Hey, we and, should um, ha- we should have you come out to our Silky Psych in Fayetteville. Mm, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. Absolutely. I'll send you information on it. Uh, Ranger panties. You might call them Ranger panties. Yeah, perfect. Air Force, Air Force I look great them. in them as long as they're triple X now. <laughs> or you can just come naked. I mean, we're, we're naked, yeah. I've mean, uh, got the blur. I still got the blur. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. And uh, I also do a lot of cameo shout outs. If you go to this website called Cameo. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've heard that. A lot of birthday shout outs. A lot of I've had a lot of Father's Day shout outs. And to all those I've recently shout out to, they were fighting the stage four cancers. Oof. Hey, guys, still hang tough. Cancer sucks. Uh, and uh, I'm praying for you every day. I've had I've had like I've had a, a bunch lately. Yeah, and uh, yeah. it, it breaks my heart because I've had a lot of people in my life. I've lost to cancer that have fought it and uh, I'm a big advocate for a lot of cancer causes and uh, veterans causes. So just hit me up. You can contact me on my website. I'm up for anything and uh, I'm an idea guy. So, and, and don't forget you, you missed one thing runner up to the, I was there episode. Uh, There you go. I'm sure I'll be the runner up. (laughs) Wink, wink, wink. But I I do have a lot of TV things uh, in the works and we'll just see what happens, but I am building up my uh, YouTube channel. So go to EJ Snyder's official YouTube channel, subscribe there. Uh, I've got a lot of good stuff that's going to be breaking out at the back end of the summer, so you don't want to miss it. Awesome. Well, EJ, you didn't oh. disappoint. Fanta- oh, what? Hey, li- and, and lastly, if you're not an ape and you haven't bought any AMC stock, I'm just giving you a hint. I'm not a financial advisor, but I did punch one in the face last night uh, <laughs> for free beer. But uh, nice. yeah, if, if you're not into uh, making your life a little better, uh, I've recently stumbled upon this thing and, uh, I'm not a smart man. I'm a knuckle dragger, but, uh, there's some smart guys on YouTube talking about it. Just throwing it out there for you guys. I want right. veterans to have every opportunity to make their lives better. Absolutely. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Awesome. EJ, thank you. Uh, Nick, I love- got to get up there to see you. Yes. On, check man. out big Ed's. I'm there all the time. It's like an hour, hour away. Yeah, You're good. On, see me. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate it. Awesome. Appreciate your time, and uh, yeah, it was fun. And we'll uh, Thank maybe you for we'll, me. we'll link up sometime. Yeah, let's do this again. Salutes to all you guys out there. Uh, this is a great podcast. Love to come back. Keep Thank doing you. what you're doing, and uh, we'll see you down the road. And of course, EJ Snyder always has to end everything with "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Appreciate, it, man. Take How care, you doing, brother. Good show, man. Awesome. Uh, I, I honestly, it's like. It, it, they have more people that pass that, or I guess you call it pass it. They don't win money, by the way. 
They don't yep. win money. They win twenty at the end of twenty one days. It's like good job. I know he, he needs to be on a loan. That's what he needs to do. Yeah. That's oh, that's what I was going to bring up. Just him. Fucking great one. Have you? I was yeah. going to mention that. Too. Oh, one second. Like, he's he's actually still one. chiming in. Hold on one second. I'm bringing back Hold real on, quick. Wait. Hey guys, still yeah. here. Uh, yeah. The problem <laughs> with a loan is they don't want to cross network or cross show. They um, because the uh, casting guys wanted me out there, so I was like, I, I tried to apply. I'm like, yeah, CJ Snyder. Like the guy that did a, uh, at the time, the guy did Naked Afraid three times. I'm like, yeah. Well, you can't go out there. I'm like, why? It would be unfair to everybody. I'm like, okay, then you want give a contract me the ten- for one. Yeah, yeah. I'm ridiculous. like, give me, give me the ten items that everybody else gets, and then when I get to choose ten items, I'm just taking my knife. Yeah, you would give do me that? no items. I'll fucking do it without <laughs> no items. Yeah, and they're like, I'm like, yeah, make it fair for them if you're worried about them losing. But when we drop off the boat, just let them know I'm there. That way, they just quit early, and I'll get the million bucks. To go <laughs> right. So yeah. I forgot. I forgot that there's a prize at the end of that one. But yeah, yeah that, a, they need to step million. up. It's up to like 150k yeah. or something now. I think. Or yeah, for for so. naked afraid, we we get a stipend in. It's 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 okay. It's, not, yeah. it's nothing. It, it's 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 better than nothing. But if you sure. map out, I'm out there 24 hours. Get a nice little vacation. Think, yeah, it came out <laughs> to about like five bucks an hour or some shit. But it's yeah, like, get a vacation, you come back all thin, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, you, you tapeworms. I, I always <laughs> Liv- put on weight before flutes. I go out there. I was so fat this one. Yeah, oh that's God. what that's what my wife always says. She's like, "Why are these people getting ridiculously fat before they go?" Your body I put on forty five pounds. That's yeah, yeah, I went out. Absolutely. I went out two hundred eighty five pounds. Lost ninety Jesus. pounds in this last week. Holy moly! I eat pizza every fucking day. Every that's meal. crazy. Awesome. Right, man. Yeah, we pizza, wrap it up. cheeseburgers, and Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Have a good night, man. Take Thank care, you. guys. Take it easy, brother. Yeah. So the the yeah, that's all. I was thinking the alone one because. What, so when you watch these things, there's little things that, that click in your head. And the alone one, I think the worst part of that is in the name. They don't have anyone. They yeah. don't have anyone. And they yeah. don't know when it's going to end. Mm-hmm. could be six months. And one of the guys I was watching, this has made me realize I could never do this, is um, well, he's, I mean, he's, sitting in a, he's sitting in a makeshift tent or something. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't eaten. And he feels horrible. And it's pouring rain out. And it's cold. So he stays in his shelter. And he's like... I'm, I, I, I wake up and I have nothing to do. Yeah. There's no books. There's the no TV. That's it right. all day long. And you're tired and you're, I was like, yeah, nope, nope. That's, yeah, there's a new show right now. I've been following it religiously. It's, it's a good show. It's a good show. But, awesome. What's yeah. it called? That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, like alone. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a new season out right now. That's okay. Like taking place, but it's good, man. Well, now I got to check out this. Uh, I think this it's in British saying. Columbia right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's cold. They did one down in Patagonia. It's not too it's like bad, right? Crazy? At least not yet. And yeah. within the season, it hasn't right. gotten cold yet. But there's like one guy, he's like a he's like a hardcore Satan rocker that's <laughs> on there. And he's awesome. But he's like, I'm going to swim across this frozen lake to see if there's something over there. Oh, that should work there. out. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. But he does it. He swims all the way across. He's like, oh, shit, there's nothing here for me. I'm going to swim back. I'm like, well, that was a waste of energy and calories. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so funny enough about that at the key west hike and not to kind of go off topic but it kind of played into it mm-hmm. while we were there on that sunday sunday after the hike we went out to the sandbar with a bunch mm-hmm. of the vets a bunch of a uh, bunch of big boats came out and stuff like that and one of our fellow vets his name is ethan he used to be uh he was a uh, seal navy he was a navy, navy no swimmer he goes like oh i got i brought my flippers with me i'm gonna swim like a mile and a half out to sea to this boat because it couldn't come to the sandbar. It's a big old freaking luxury yacht. 
He's like, I'm just going to swim out there and say hi to everybody. He swam the whole way out. His boats are coming back in and ferrying people in. He's just like, I'm going to swim out there. Yeah. And then swam back. I'm like, oh, well. It's a you. it's a different. <laughs> I'm a good swimmer, but I'm not trying to swim a mile. Oh, he's a, a good dude, too. It was just, it was funny. It's a, it's a mindset that is hard to. It's hard to push. I mean, you just look at their training. You look. I just. I was actually. That was going to be the video I opened yeah. up with. Was Navy SEAL um, uh, drown proofing? And no, no, no. It was Green Beret drown. Either way, it's like no, no. Like they tie their hands up. They tie their feet up. They got a bob in the water. Yeah, I want and, nothing to do with that. Yeah, no. And then the the, the I, I was I was originally um, at the time they had contracts for TAC P, which at the time wasn't considered a, a special forces, but it was a uh, special operations, I guess. Yeah. And I had no idea they had a swim portion. I thought they didn't, but luckily I went I went flying instead. And then I watched these things. I'm like, oh my god! I would have washed. I would have washed. <laughs> I would have washed. There's no way. I look at you can actually go on um, YouTube and look up uh, uh, Air Force Special Forces swimming, and it's this whole thing, and it's just the most terrifying thing. You can, and all these people are stressed out to beyond belief. They're like, oh, I have to go into the pool. I don't want to. And it, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, anything, anything, and everything else. I'm like, I'm okay with this, but this whole swimming portion, I'm like, eh, I don't really want to do this. Yeah, yeah. And then here's the thing with, I guess, that stuff is that if you have any semblance, anything in your brain that says, well, if it gets too bad, I can always quit. You're not going to make it. Nope. nope. The, the people all, who, period. the people who are like, there's no way, I'm going to drown in that pool before I quit. Then those are the people that make it, and those are the people that they want out there. Because when you're surrounded by Taliban, look at the. Um, uh, what was that incident? The uh, Red Wings. Yeah, you're surrounded yeah, yeah. by Taliban. You, you got that's it. I mean, what are you going to do? You yeah. want to you give up? Yeah. Nope. You got to fight, and and they're not taking you alive. So yeah, yeah. It's a it's a special breed. I got to get a special forces guy. I had um Andrew Marr on, and uh, Tim Kennedy. Not Tim Kennedy. <laughs> another Kennedy. Believe it or not. Uh, I can probably make that. Gosh, I can't I can remember. Work that out. I'm gonna have to look that. You know, you know Tim Kennedy. No. Oh. I know some SF guys, but oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Anyways, uh, thanks for watching. We had a good time tonight. Uh, interesting story. Very interesting veteran. Next week we have. Let me tell you, my little black. Beep, 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 oh my beep, gosh, beep, we're going beep, into beep, beep. Uh, we're going into July. So next yeah. week, what, uh, when is that? Okay, the first July first. We have Sam Ekholm. Uh, Air Force guy who, oh good, we had three weeks, two Air Force guys. <laughs> he's a combat cameraman, and he's got a lot of cool nice. videos. Check him out on his uh, YouTube, Sam Ekholm, E-C-K-H-O-L-M. Then we have Dan Flores the week after that. Uh, pretty much every single attack helicopter documentary that's out there, Dan Flores uh, either wrote or he's part of. He was an attack helicopter uh, pilot. I can't remember which one, awesome. but he will tell us. Nice. Um, and then I've got a few other people, but I'm not sure because I haven't heard from them. So maybe we'll put someone else on the 15th. Uh, and then I'm taking a week off. Actually, maybe that 15th, you know what? 15th, we're taking a week off. Cool. Maybe we'll do a remote one. I don't know. And then Take the, a week off. Let's still do another one. Yeah. It's like I can't not work. It, uh, that's, that's, that's officer's uh, mentality. Uh, yeah. Everybody has the weekend off. Yeah. I'm going to need you to come in on yeah, Saturday and yeah, do this report. Right. Uh, make sure you call, text, write, email. Uh, walk next door like we said last week knock on the door of a veteran that you know and just make sure that everyone's doing okay bring them to a hike head over to irreverentwarriors.com look at events and pick yourself a hike and put on some silkies and come out uh, all sorts of Absolutely. people my dad did it uh, and he did Fayetteville last year yeah nice yeah so awesome. uh, and he's 70 something four what three? branch was your dad in uh, Navy. He was awesome. Navy. He was oh, a, he air, joined a real branch. He was air, he was an airframe <laughs> mechanic. Uh, I'm the first Sullivan out of 200 and something years uh, to not go Navy. 
<laughs> Damn. Uh, break failure. in tradition. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I got... It's the black sheep of the family. I got... Look at... Mm. Crash and burn. Come oh, on, you guys, didn't drop it. Hey! Everybody <laughs> loves the C-130. Look at that. Almost oh. every almost every stream, hey, he always on, knocks that thing on, over. Have some have some respect, Jeremy. I'll do I mean, they're definitely fun to jump out of. Much, uh, much other than that than a C-17. Kevin's got brain damage. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining the show. Uh, Nick, it was fun. And we will see you next week. Sam Echo. At home. At home.